gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, balls deep in the fifth dimension once again for the reunion. It's like we went to high school, goddammit. The reunion of the Squatch and the Bun with Man Bun Jesus and the Psychedelic Sasquatch Balls Deep in Fifth Dimension Studios for the Squatch and the Bun episode 41. Ladies and gentlemen, we missed you so much. Back in the Balls Deep with all of you. Dude, I honestly, I have missed this shit. I have missed being able to talk the good talk. And ladies and gentlemen, this is not just a one-time reunion. This is the real deal. This is the real deal, my friend. This is the real deal, my friend. Probably consider it maybe like a new season, maybe season three, season three of Squatch and Demon, something like that. Part one, part two, part three. It's a TV show or something that you would see on the uh, telephone or something. You know, it's season three. Season three, balls deep. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I need to breathe. I am a real candlestick man I'll fight for the rights of every man I am a real candlestick man Fight for what's right Fight for the right I am a real Holy shit, dude. What happened to us, bro? These people are probably like, what the fuck happened to these two dirty wooks, dude? We really went MIA on We left all two. the kendo stick men and women out there hanging. Dude, there are kendo stick men and kendo stick women that probably listening on us. They, they really are. They're defending on every single fan, you know? they That's what they listen to is the squatch and the bun. They had 40 episodes to go back and to be listening to over the past you know year or so, whenever the fuck the last episode was. Ladies and gentlemen... A reunion is back. I it's been a while, dude. It really has been a while. Life has been so balls deep, and I guess we'll jump into. I don't even know when the last one was in our lives. I don't know. Yeah, but life has been crazy for good old man bun Jesus. My whole life has changed since I feel like we were like coming out of the COVID era when the squatch and the bun was still going on. We were coming out of that coronavirus era. Getting back into the real life a little bit, you know what I mean? We were going to those concerts over the summer and shit, and now we're back here. But ladies and gentlemen, Man Bun Jesus' whole life has changed, I feel like, you know? I was taking care of grandma. That was my gimmick. Speaking about, you know, <laughs> what is your gimmick, dude? You know, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck my gimmick is. Um, you know, my gimmick for a while was taking care of grandma. Grandma passed away. So, you know, I'm trying. I'm out here right now trying to figure out what the fuck my gimmick is. We all feel bad for Racky and his loss of gimmick. You know, he needs a new gimmick. That ass needs <laughs> He needs a new gimmick. You understand? It's fucked up. It is fucked up. But you know what's not fucked up? You know, I'm spe- speaking about a gimmick, bro. Making money is a gimmick, and that's what I've been doing lately. I've had a lot of fucking jobs. I had three jobs at one point. Now I'm back to two. Trying to make the money. Trying to, you know, invest in this man bun. I, I think if anybody geez. wants to be ninja on Long Island, they could hit you up. Dude, right? I, Isn't that one of your gimmicks? Dude? One of my you gimmicks, You are a dude. ninja master, dude. I teach, a teacher of ninjas. I teach ninja warrior, like those people that run up the wall and hit the buzzer. That's like one of my skills at the moment. And you know what? Teaching it to these children, can I'm not... Can you hit the buzzer yourself? I, I, can, uh, I can do a 10-foot wall. 
I can I can grab on to a twelve. What is the what is it when you go to Ninja Warrior, dude? When you go on TV, well, to win a million dollars, you have to do eighteen feet. Holy shit! And dude. that's a high. I can do twelve. And like most of the people, like the one, like on oh, the show, it's eighteen feet. On the show, it's eight, and you got to get on top, dude. That's crazy. I think it's eighteen and a half. It might be actually. So it might be a little more than eighteen. It might be eighteen and a half. But I can only get up to the twelve. You know, I, I cannot get to fourteen. But like at the, we are the only place on Long Island that has this wall that has these slots, right? And well, that's all they have the mega wall, the million dollar wall, right? The only place in Long Island that has that. They have slots. Wait, what is it called? The, what is it? The mega wall, dude. And it's the only place in Long Island that has the mega. Well, wall. it's not called the mega wall, but that that is the mega wall. The place I work at is the only place in Long Island that has. This is like the Agro Crag of the Ninja Warrior shit. Yeah, this is the this is the real deal. Uh, this is real deal shit. Crazy. Okay, this is real deal. So this wall has slots. It's got twelve feet, fourteen, sixteen, and then the top is eighteen. You know what I mean? So this is. I, I can only get to twelve. So, this uh, is, so on this wall, you can go to eighteen. You can go to eighteen. You just can't get on top of this wall because it goes to the ceiling, pretty much. You know what I mean? This is a tall. This is the real deal. Wow. This dude. is a tall. Um, I mean, yeah. Think about it, dude. Just being in a room that's eighteen foot ceilings is pretty fucking. Well, that's what I'm saying. Big. The pretty wall, big room, dude. the wall is eighteen feet. Oh my god. You gotta, you gotta watch out when you're on when you're on the wall, dude. That's crazy. But that's intense. Uh, another gimmick, CJ. He's talking about making money, right? Another gimmick is uh. These trading cards you've been telling me about these these I mean, trading yeah, cards. If we do have WWE. kendo stick men and women out there listening, they might be interested in this. Actually, you know, they, they may want to peel your earlobes back and listen to what I got to say because I'm on an app called Whatnot, and my buddy Bruce. We all know the tales of Bruce hiking the Greenbelt Trail. Oh, jeez, and uh, what a warrior of a person he is. But yeah, but my buddy Bruce opened up his own business called Black Flag Trading Company. Black Flag Bruce on Instagram. If you Black want to function, Flag you give him a Bruce. But uh, basically his company um, sells memorabilia and trading cards and collectibles. And we're, he's a big wrestling fan, so most of it is wrestling based. But this goes into the magic realm also. He's into the realm. The, uh, the realm of uh, how you how you say Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, he's the, he's in, in the Dungeons Dragons. Maybe uh, maybe Magic the Gathering. He's selling See, those I don't know anything about too. Magic the Gathering. I've never even heard of it till recently. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. I've heard of it. But I do is, not play it. This is but he has the cards. He has all this shit. Anyway, on this app, whatnot, it's a show that we run, and basically, um, he goes out and buys a pack, uh, a couple of boxes, I should say, cases. Of these rare wrestling cards. He gets the Immaculate packs. He gets the other ones. If you're familiar with the Immaculate, immaculate it's uh, these packs of cards. And, I mean, the, the box will have one pack of card in the box. And it'll just have six cards. And the box is like 350 That's unbelievable. So if you, six you cards, spend 350 you get one box. You get six cards. But every card is potential to be like a $1,000 hit. It's like... A uh, piece of the ring gear on the card, autographed by these guys. But is there a chance you can get shit in that box? Yeah, I mean, I mean well, no. There's no chance of you getting. I mean, it's like a guarantee, fucking worth it. Autographed and guarantee, uh, you know, like jersey card. It's it's guaranteed to be rare cards, but you don't know who you're gonna get. You, you know mean, what I mean? Gar guaranteed leggings you mean, card. How dude? much does it really cost for a fucking? If you get the Nia Jax, I mean, how much are you selling that for? How much you getting? You know what I mean? How I don't know. Is, I, just, I, much I don't know. Dude, I, I today. Know some I just, of them are more than others. Dude. I just picked up a Bam Bam Bigelow pop. I haven't gotten a pop figure in a while. I was at Walmart. I sold one. 
Walmart exclusive glow in the dark Bam Bam Bigelow. So I oh, scooped, nice. I scooped that shit up. I was like, this thing looks like it could, could be, be worth uh, money one day. Or? It could be something. So I added that to the collection. But That's you're telling cool. me these people that like. What determines the, thing, the value like, I don't of understand. this shit? That's what I don't get, dude. I don't get where the value comes from, and I don't get, I don't I don't get it at all. The demand, I, I, I guess. I don't know? understand how these things are popular or worth money, but motherfuckers will sit in these shows with us and spend four hundred dollars to get the wrestlers they want. So here's how it works: We'll go on there before the show starts, before he opens up all these packs. He has the prisms and he has the immaculates. And before he opens up these packs of cards live on the air for everybody to see, he auctions off the wrestlers themselves. So he'll be like, all right, anyone wants Jeff Hardy? Dude, that's so funny. Jeff it's Hardy like, is on, so the, shy, on the clock. And then all these Kendo Sick men and women across the world are, are auctioning for the rights to Jeff Hardy. 10 bucks, 12 bucks. Do I hear a 15? 15. Do I hear a 25? 25 bucks. Okay, a wrestler going sold. auction, $45, Jeff Hardy. And then he goes down the list, and they do this for every single wrestler that's ever wrestled. And then once everyone has their picks in, they all have their wrestlers that they have the rights to, he opens up these packs of cards. And now, anytime he pulls a Jeff Hardy, it goes to that guy who paid for Jeff Hardy. But my question is, how immaculate is this list? Like, is Ernest the Cat Miller on this fucking list? Uh, you know, the no, cat, no, no. He has I'm the greatest. List. Is he on the fucking list? It's like the Undertaker, Batista, Edge. You know, he does have... I mean, we just pulled a... Uh, what about when you pulled the other there's some guys, old guys though. that, you know, people are like, ah, I don't really feel like whatever. They don't, they don't bid on it. And Bruce keeps that for himself. So, like, he's not gonna... If he thinks... A card is worth like twenty five bucks at the minimum. He'll start the auction at twenty five bucks, and if nobody buys it for twenty five bucks, he's not going to lower the price. He's going to try to sell this on what? Five. Is he's he going to try to sell this on so what? Not for. He keeps that card, and then he'll try to sell it on his eBay shop as a singular, or deal. he'll just keep it for his personal collection. And it turns out Bruce is a big Yokozuna fan. I did not know this oh, about he loves Bruce, but Yoko he was Zuna. a big uh, Yoko fan. So he's developed a pretty sweet little Yoko collection. And shrine to Yoko. He's looking out for your boy too, because he knows. Uh, you know, I, you know, I'm not like a fucking crazy nerd. You know what I mean? Even with wrestling, I love. You're wrestling, not a nerd, but I'm not like a wrestling nerd. You know what I mean? I'm not looking at these cards and buying them and shit. But like, now that I've been doing it, I'm like, ah, these fucking things are pretty cool, man. They are sick. Like the cards themselves are beautiful, dude. And some of the they newer are, ones dude. with the lo- the designs, like they're just so cool, bro. And when you see this shit, that's like numbered like and it's a rare card that has only been 15 of them in the whole world and you have one that shit is cool it's like and the dead know, posters bro it's the like same kind of deal just in smaller form just in smaller form dude when i've been fucking opening when i've been opening these packs of cards i get like a rush from it like uh it brings back childhood like nostalgia a, like a dude. gambling thing like you don't know what you're gonna get dude and i think the the unknown is like it's cool bro like the fact that you're opening up this pack of cards and you don't know you might have Hulk Hogan's signature and his a piece of his underwear in that in that pack of cards. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. You know, a piece saying? of his underoos in your fingers, bro. You got the fucking. You you're, can you're, sniff his underoos. Here you damn are it. just buying a pack of cards. Little do you know, you got a fucking piece of Triple H's underwear inside that pack of cards. What would you do with something like that? Yeah. <laughs> you frame it, you know? You, you frame put it. it up. It's the only thing you can do. You put it in a thing. You put it in one of those things that you, Logan Paul like, wears around his neck. That's you what wear I'm that wondering, around your though, neck. But that's dude. what I'm wondering. Like, what are these people doing with it, you know? Even though I think it is sick. It does look cool. But it's expensive. 
And like to have it, now what? Now yeah, where do I'm we pretty go sure, from here? You know, I I am almost a hundred percent positive because somebody told me one time I posted back in my childhood I was a avid Yu Gi Oh. Uh, collector back in like the elementary school so I got like that shit when it was first coming out and I have a card of that that character the blue eyes white dragon right oh I heard that was a pretty good one right? I, it's like but the original print of the card oh, is dude. very rare and I have this card that's in great condition and I put it up like on like my Instagram story like just like I was like oh this is sick and I love finding this and some guy was like Yo, you should have that shit like in a protective deal because fucking that shit's like worth a lot of fucking money. What? And it's in great condition. And I don't like. You should get it graded. Well, that's the thing. Well, I looked up the like the SKU number because they have like the SKU numbers on the card. I have that card. Really? I have that card. But I'm Bro, trying. I'm trying. This I could be big money, out, dude. This could be. This could be a big deal. I didn't know this. This could be the real deal. This but could I be gotta, the, no. Like I'm telling you right now. Like some of these cards. Are going for the prices of houses. That's what I'm saying. Like I saw this card. They said somebody. I saw their card. Like I think it was like two hundred thousand dollars, maybe what? Like some shit like that. But I don't know a hundred percent. I look, I got to do the research. Well, here's the thing too: shit. you have to get it graded because so like, you have to. Like, that's Bruce the thing. I don't have it graded, but it costs money to get it graded. It costs money to get it graded, but it's worth the money to get it graded. That's the thing. That's the thing. And, it was worth yeah, the money. Here's the thing: the like the fucking day. like uh, Logan Paul, his card around his neck. When he got that card, it was graded a nine, and. Bruce said that he fucking Logan Paul bought that shit and he took a big risk in doing this, but he cracked open the fucking crazy. Once it's graded, they put it in a crazy protective Holy thing. Holy fucking shit! He cracked it, it open to get it graded so again. He regraded it, dude. Jesus. And they regraded it a fucking ten. Oh my. And it rose the value of his card from like I don't know what from like one million to like fucking a crazy amount more, dude. I don't know. It's Jesus, like his card is worth over. I'm gonna, dude, thing. I'm gonna wear this blue eyes right, yeah. white dragon around my fucking neck to the ring, dude. I swear to God. The blue eyes, fuck fucking sound, white dragon. Fuck a house. <laughs> fuck a house. I'm wearing blue that shit around eyes, my neck, dragon, Logan Paul style. Dude. I'm gonna get some shit iced out, dude. I'm gonna spend the money on a house on a fucking iced well, out chain. Thing, like, you have these crazy cards and nobody can ever see them, you know? Yeah, it's the thing. They're just sitting so in your the, house. What are they doing? It's the thing. I don't even Logan know. Logan Paul is actually showing his off. I have more. He's, he's got that shit around his fucking neck, bro. But the uh, the uh, the highest wrestling card of all time sold the other day. It was a uh, I think it was I don't know what number it was. If a groovy grizzly rookie whatever, card. But it was uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh shit! The Rock Johnson. One hundred and five thousand dollars. Dude, let me tell you, I do love trading cards so much that Man Bun Jesus, over this time of a break of the Squatch and the Bun, has created his own set of Fifth Dimension trading cards. We have two series. Bruce out. wants to get them on the show, dude. He wants people to have that shit, dude. Before you and leave, he was like, he was saying not, he was saying just for the fact that like he wants, like you know, let's say like these people obviously they're not going to pay for it, yeah, no. but like you know, it he wants, be on he the wants show, to dude. fucking give them to them, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like fucking now. Somebody in California. I'll sign that shit, bro. Who just bought a Roman Reigns card? Now he knows who MBJ is. Bro. Dude, uh, before you leave, I'm giving you packs of that shit. Now you he knows who the Groovy Grizzly is, dude. My shat and, brain you know will I mean? try to remember this because yeah. on Bruce's stream on the Black Flag trading card. I mean, Delia. these are the Kendo Stick men of Kendo Stick men, dude. These are the people who are in his show. They are like, he has some like big time collectors. Dude, he's got show. a great gimmick, bro. I'd be and sending like, them business fucking, cards every fucking I'm time. I'm like, dude, uh, follow I'm your like, king. I don't know, like, there's this guy in there, Gordo. 
And he's in every fucking wrestling show on this app, spending hundreds of dollars. Where's he getting this candlestick man? I don't money. know where he's getting the money from. He's Rockstar Richard, goddamn. This guy has a collection that's supposed to be like unmatched, you know? And like fucking, <laughs> he's in our shit, bro. Fucking send, buy, he's oh, buying. Oh, we're sending him man bun shit. He'll probably fucking do his teeth with that shit. But Send him yeah, a strata, So dude. Bruce looks out for your boy, too. Like I said, like he uh, he has his own little Yoko collection going. And I've been digging the cards, too. But like I'm not like... Uh, as much as I like him, it's like it's hard for me to justify spending money on a piece of paper. So, he's, gonna so how, how is he looking out for you? What are yeah. you looking for? How are you going to get it? He's fucking hooking me up with the JBLs, dude. Oh, you he love knows yourself. I'm a big JBL guy. JBL, I think he's fucking hilarious. He's one of my favorite of all time. Remember that promo with, uh, at the border? Yes, dude, the that shit the is so fucking Epic funny, moment dude. of this show. I love that fucking promo. <laughs> we're looking out for JBLs. Anything else we're looking out for uh, with a uh, black? Well, Red, black, you know black the ones Bruce. obviously like you got to think like there's um the ones that are popular like everyone's gonna buy like you can't just fucking give me the Cody Rhodes because he's selling Cody Rhodes for two hundred dollars a night. Did. You know he's selling the Cenas. He's selling the Roman Reigns. But the JBL is one of those ones where like sometimes he sells it, sometimes he doesn't. There's not always going to be a JBL fan in you're every telling, lobby. You're telling me sometimes somebody doesn't want to pick up the rustling god. That's god. what I'm saying. Dude. Yeah. That's bullshit. I don't know why they wouldn't, but they don't. And then when Psychos. they don't, he gives them to me. Ah, uh, King. And then the other one he gives me is the fucking uh, the Lacey Evans dude. Uh, you know, that's my favorite woman. CJ loves. Um, I love Lacey, Lacey Evans. Evans yes, dude. Love Lacey Evans. Big so, fan. So I already have a couple of rare Lacey Evans, and I'm supposed to be getting a couple of rare JBLs this week. Dude, you're telling you cool. me it's possible. I'm starting that you my can own get little it. collection. Now. Are you gonna get a signed one, dude? I think I would, man. You know? Holy I mean, shit! If I, if bro, sign JBL. If there's sign Lacey. I don't know. I think I think he said the JBL one is pretty sick. So I haven't seen it. If it's signed, I'm gonna be fucking. Pretty I think high. I'm gonna have to go I'm crazy in one of these um, streams of Bruce and fucking. Yeah, I mean, just to see what they look like. Can I, I gamble mean, live in person? You know what I mean? Can I show up to one of these fucking events, bro? Yeah, show Jesus. on. You guys can show up and just uh, gamble away your money. You know? yeah, I want to spend all my money on. I want to try to get myself a tribal chief. Uh, Underu, tribal chief. If I can get myself a part of the tribal chief's underwear, brother. I haven't, you know, the thing that fucking I, like I've seen because like we've pat we've popped open so many packs of cards like we've literally packed uh popped open uh twelve times to uh, dude hundred and forty four packs of cards in one night, and all these packs of cards have like twelve cards each, so it's like. I mean, you're talking like almost a thousand cards. Dude. So I've seen every and the base cards. These collectors don't even give a shit, dude. What so do you like mean base cards, like the fucking, uh, the basically the like nothings? every, like you know, like the the generic fucking cards of the wrestlers, unless it's fucking got the prism shit on the outside and it has some crazy holographic colors to it. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> don't even send it to me. <laughs> exactly, dude. Unless it's Damn. numbered or has some crazy fucking prisms or some fucking shit. They don't even want it. So he just takes the other ones and puts them in a box and he gives them away to people and shit. So I've seen all of these wrestlers' cards that exist pretty much. And I got to tell you, bro, I have not come across a single Super Afu card. And I think that's bullshit. I'm just going to tell you right now. There's not one of the wild Samoans. How is Panini going to make a set of wrestling cards and not include the Super Afu that we all pay our respects to every day? Dude, it's funny that you talk about the Super Afu because now I want to bring it up. Because I've been seeing a lot of Afus and Fatus all over the place. Dude. Yeah, I, I recently, like you've been wrestling with them. I recently did a show, and I think there was uh, approximately three or four of the Fatu family on, wow. this, on this program. And that was pretty balls deep. But I posted recently, speaking about the... It, I, it's so funny that you bring it up, because I wouldn't have remembered this shit. 
Speaking about the Super Afu, I posted this video recently of us talking about the Super Afu. Oh, my God, And yes. there's not much of, like, <laughs> you know, you listen to this shit, and you're probably just like, you know, what the fuck are these what clowns? What the fuck are these idiots talking what about? What the fuck are these clowns talking about? And, you know, and that's exactly what somebody fucking thought. And <laughs> they took it to the comment section because they needed to let us know that this is the real deal. So they commented, quit YouTube. This is the worst content I've ever seen in my life. This actually ruined my day. Ruined his day. I'm cooking and this auto played and just killed the vibe. <laughs> 10 out of 10 horrible content. Jesus Christ. So I want 100% just say I respect that comment. I respect it. And you got to be balls deep if you're fucking tuned into this program, you know? Because, like, we're not we're just... We're not here for the guys in the middle of cooking filet mignon, dude. That's what I'm saying. This is probably just some schmuck. Uh, tuned into this shit. I don't even know what he... Well, I, you know, I let him know what he's cooking. I fucking said... Uh, and I learned the my first uh, diss here because, you know, they tell you, you know, you don't got to respond to the haters, but it was... Um, you do. I, I, I do. I do. I, I can't stop. So I uh, I jumped in this shit. I learned this one from you and your buddy Tim here. It's a absolute burger. <laughs> absolute burger. And then I told him, I said, probably cooking shit like all the pages you follow on YouTube. Because I checked it out. You know what I mean? He's following like. He doesn't even follow KSM. He does not follow KSM. He's following crapola. And then I told him um, to get dosed, nerd. Does he follow the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the shopping cart narcs. I, love I don't know. Guys. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was uh, it was not some balls deep shit or anything really entertaining. Uh, it was it was burger shit. Burger. He had a burger following. Uh, that's that's a hundo pay. A hundo pay. And we let him know. You we know? we gotta definitely get Bruce some of these fucking fifth dimension trading cards, uh, and we get, we gotta get them out there on this fucking string because I I have so many right now. It's yeah. like I didn't even really pack most of the. Um, what do you call it? Series two. A lot of them is just series two. I laying see. around in boxes and shit, bro. But, and uh, series three is going to be on the way shortly. I still got. We still got to figure out uh, two two more homies. We got to get their pictures out here to figure out. And I think actually our final um, what you would call because our we have two things. We're waiting on one photo, and the other one is we're figuring out who the fuck we're going to put in this thing. And I think we're going to have to throw in a um, we're going to have to throw it back to a psychedelic Sasquatch rookie. bro. We're going to have to bring back uh, the psychedelic Sasquatch. Brother. We're going to have to get a rookie psychedelic yes. Sasquatch I card in this bitch. We do need a psychedelic Sasquatch card. I need new ring gear pictures. I, I need to come back, dude. I've been saying it for months, but I feel for like I, sake. I don't even want to say it anymore because it's fucking, you know what I mean? If it's not true, it's not true. But like, I want it to be true. You know what I mean? We need I'm you back in trying wrestling. to save money and I want to come back for the summer at least. I love the summer. There's nothing better than wrestling outside for outdoor a crowd of people that are intoxicated. <laughs> you know? There's nothing better than that. Wrestling know? for the intoxicated is one of the easiest things in the outdoors of the great summer. You know what I mean? The great summer. We have a we had a great summer. We had so many great summers. Dude, the first summer of the fifth dimension was amazing. And, and then like, you got the uh, the mentally challenged folks over at uh, Anchor Camp Anchor. We uh, love performing for those. Guys. Those shows are awesome. They love it, and I love them. Dude. I lost. I love performing. I lost for them. my um. Dude, they remember the uh, remember the um. There's an adult mentally challenged kid. I see at him that there camp, every dude, time, and he FaceTimes me every year. And for some time, for some reason, I feel like I'm always with you. You are always when I get with these FaceTimes. And the thing is, and every I'm time like, I see him, shit. he's like, like, "CJ, where is he?" I'm man? like, "Oh man, this fucking guy is FaceTiming me." And you know and what I, I never, tell CJ? I never I want to answer it because I feel bad, dude. I don't want to tell this this person that I can't make it, dude, because I fucking know he's counting on me to be there. And you know how much that fucking hurts me. When this fucking guy calls me up every summer and he's jacked up to see the psychedelic Sasquatch, 
and I had to tell him that I'm not going to be there, dude. I can't let it happen again this year, dude. So if not for myself, for this, uh, for this adult, mentally challenged member, adult baby. who is fucking, uh, you know, balls deep in the fifth at Camp Anger, dude. I need to do this shit for him. <laughs> you know? That is, dude. And the thing is, when he call, now, every time he, he calls, he, and like CJ wouldn't pick <laughs> up. <laughs> and, wouldn't pick up he first. wouldn't pick up and have to tell this guy, like, unfortunately, I'm not going to be a camp anchor. But every time he calls, he's with me. So I'm always like, oh, we got to say what's good. We got to pick up. And, and she's I, a, and see, I see she picks up because I say pick up. That's our boy. We gotta it's say always what's a up. FaceTime, dude. We're always, always looking him. I had to look him in the eyes and tell him, too. It's not I'm, like I'm, I'm sorry I do phone. that to you, bro. It's you not know? a text. It's not over the phone. I had to look this man in the eyes and tell him, dude, and break his heart. I'm just so excited when I see he's calling. I'm like, oh, I never get calls like this. We got to pick up, you know? <laughs> so, I, I, I don't mean to break your heart with such kind of... Uh, well, this year, it's not going to happen. This year, he's going to call me up. He's going to FaceTime me. And I'm going to answer that shit first ring. And I'm going to be so jacked up in character telling him that I'm coming back. You're going to be bouncing around. I'm going to tell him that I have, I've come back to Camp Anchor. Are you going to take on the big O for the I'm belt? Say, dude. I don't know if I'm taking. I don't know if I'm ready to take on the big O. I'll, I'll be honest fact, with you. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, the NYWC heavyweight <laughs> champion <laughs> is the big O. So, you know. Yeah, surprise, surprise, folks. The you would have thought, you know. I feel like last time we did an episode, big O was probably champion. But even, even just now, I was, at, uh, I was at Gino's Pizzeria, which if you don't know, you should know if you're from Long Island because they just won the March Madness bracket for the best pizzeria in Long Island. Hallelujah. On Long Island, I should say. Hallelujah. Um, yeah, so anyway, I was at Gino's Pizza and... Uh, Believe it or not, this young kid, he's got to be probably, I don't know, maybe like five five to seven. Oh, Jesus I'll put him Christ. In that I know group. where we're going here. He walks in with an Audacity t-shirt oh. on, bro. I see my two homies' faces on this kid's shirt. I thought you were going to say the big and ass I shirt. I was like, oh, shit, dude. Fucking even the Audacity has fans that go to Gino's Pizza, dude. I love that quote. That's awesome, man. Even the Audacity has fans that show up to Gino's Pizza. Baby. And they rep them, dude. They rep them, bro. That's what's and up. They should because they're fucking awesome and that made me happy to see that bro when i seen the kid with the shirt on i fucking i would have marked that i wanted to go up and take a picture of it dude i was so excited but i couldn't be that weird you know yeah you couldn't be i would have marked that i would have yelled at the kid i would have been like holy shit look at that t-shirt those guys are awesome those guys are the best wrestlers in this fucking business dude if i saw a little kid wearing a slime ball shirt i would freak the fuck out dude i would scream i think I'd be like, oh, those those are my little homies, bro. Big fan of the slime balls MBJ is, and I think I would I would I would scream if I saw a little kid wearing that shit. I would pick them up and throw them. Yeah, I seen on the uh, I seen on social media that the slime balls just went balls deep into the fifth. Dude, or we, did or should I say you just went balls deep into the slime verse? You can call it. Uh, we were balls deep in slime ball city, bro. And we fucking we teamed up against AEW star Sonny Kiss and company, and that shit was posted. Oh, and you got this fucking match taken down from the internet, right? Oh, uh, dude, the best thing is so this sh <laughs> this shit is being posted um this shit's being streamed live on youtube it's also being streamed live on the rolling it was stone too explicit for us, dude, it was for being this. streamed live on the rolling stone youtube channel dude so a lot of people were watching this shit at the like um i think during my match like there was like eighty thousand people watching live. eighty thousand yeah, so that's another. That's a pay per view shit. Yeah, I know. A lot of fucking people were watching. like afterwards. It's a whole stadium of people. Afterwards, like the next day, the show had you know like the view count bullshit like it would have on YouTube. It had fucking over uh, seven hundred and three thousand views on that show. So, so fucking that's seven WrestleMania stadiums, huh? A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people saw that shit, bro. Fucking, 
I decide I'm going to call a great spot. I'm calling a spot. I'm like, I'm going to try to get you to shake your ass, Sonny Kiss. I'm going to try to get you to shake your ass. And, you know, we go out there. We run this fucking spot. The Grizzly's shaking ass. I'm shaking ass. I'm like, come on, you got to shake your ass or else you got to shake your ass. And there's this guy online, and he's streaming, and he's got uh, like 100,000 fucking people watching him. And so this is all, this is like almost fucking 200,000 people watching live now. You know, this is the beginning of the match. And, you know, he pulls up and he's like, damn, look at that ass. Like, shit. You know, and then he was like, oh, you know, what the fuck, you know? Like, what's going on here? And uh, decided to turn that shit off and, you know, just like pause. Once he realizes that it was a, uh, that it was a male that he was referring to with the sweet ass, his entire tone changed and he felt, uh, I don't know. How you, how any straight man would feel after admiring the ass of a beautiful woman to find out it was a man whose ass that you were admiring. I mean, he was just straight bugging out. He loved that he was, ass. He was. Know? He was all over it. I think he overreacted to how nice the ass was, which then set him up for a complete demise after realizing that that was a man's cheeks. So he had to make a big deal. And then, you know, he came back and he turned it off. And my slime boys told me, they were like, why'd you have to call that spot? He was like, hey, that guy would have watched our whole match. Uh, so many more people would have seen our shit. You think uh, he would have thought it was a chick the whole time, though? No way. No, no, no. He would've, Someone would have gave it away. Yeah, but I think it was the ass shaking that made yeah, this guy, you know, unfortunately. Yeah, the ass shaking was what made him realize how nice unfortunately, the Unfortunately, it shut that shit down. He did not like ass shaking and shit, you know, and especially... I, I want to go back. I want to see some of the comments from the man, Rolling I'm not Stone lie. channel. I had, I had a very stuff. similar experience to this man the first time I saw Sonny Kiss. Because the first time I saw Sonny Kiss was across a parking lot. He was probably a football field and a half away from me. Distance. And uh, I noticed the fucking ass, dude. That shit is juicy and huge. And I was like, holy shit. That is I'm a like, big ass, folks. That is an incredible ass. What is that? I'm like, that's a fucking chick's ass? Wow. And then I walked up closer and I was like, holy fuck. That's a dude. So I know what it feels like, you know what I mean? But I didn't have I didn't share that embarrassment with 80,000 people, dude. I might have fucking signed off, dude. You know what I mean? If I was broadcasting that moment of my life to everybody, I might have fucking signed off too. I think he continued his um his stream, you know, but but he he should have stayed in. He should have kept fucking tuning in because um, you know, Sunny Kiss kicks Say's chances ass, you know what I mean? There was it was it was much like how a uh, it was like Great Kali versus fucking uh, Rey Mysterio. You know what I mean? Little Say's chance was getting thrown around by Sonny Kiss. And then Sonny Kiss was also doing flips. So it was... Uh, that is cool. Yeah, he is very it, it was fucking... He's extremely athletic. It was great. You know, much love to Sonny. I love working with Sonny. That shit was... Um, they do some crazy splits and shit. Say's chance doing the, the whole... The whole di I, I love that. It was the fucking the Ultimate Warrior Gorilla Press, bro. Oh, I was, just like a little ragdoll. I said, holy shit, just look at him. Little boy, say chance, is being ragged all around. Great moment that of that match. Awesome. There's been a lot of wrestling, bro. There was a casket match. MBJ did a fucking casket match, for Christ's sake. I'm going to tell you, this motherfucking shit needs to get edited because best match of my career, baby, and this shit needs to come out. Best match I've ever fucking done, hands down, was that casket match. And that casket's still around, dude. I've been coming out in that casket for fucking months. Right now, it's in my garage, bro.
That is crazy that you've just been carrying around a casket to all these shows. Well, no, it's just stayed in the one building, dude. I'm not bringing it places. Hey, I brought it to one place because it was in the town I lived in, but I brought it home. You know what I mean? So I bring that shit to the one, the one show, and that's it. I ain't bringing that shit far. Where, is the, where did the casket come from? The casket came from, I said, back when um, they told me I was dropping the belt to Willow before I was like, supposed to drop it. Your caskets are expensive, dude. I think even the I'll cheap ones are I'll, like five grand. I'll tell you the deal, dude. So they told me I was dropping the belt to Willow before I, I was supposed to hold on to it longer. I said, okay, the one thing I want is a casket match with Joey Conway. And they said, yeah, okay. So we get to the point, this is like many months later. This is like almost a year later. This was like three quarters of the year later. Um, we get to the point, and I'm, I'm telling them, I'm like, all right, you know, I want this casket match. They're like, all right, we'll do this in October. Uh, and I was like, all right, I'm going to figure it out. So I, uh, I went on Facebook, and I started searching all the time. I was looking for caskets, caskets, props, props, this and that. And I found this guy. He fucking had, like, a warehouse full of shit he was fucking selling, all these props, all these kind of different shits. And it was a full-size fucking casket. Opened up and it looked on it. It looked like the real deal and it is the real deal. And when I got it, I could swear to because there were dead flowers at the bottom. So I swear to God, oh, they're used. Yeah, used is right. Like somebody was in that shit. So I think dead bodies have been in that shit. So I, when I, so I got that shit. I picked that shit up from it was like upstate. It was like a three hour drive. Pick up the casket. It was the cheapest I could find. It was three hundred dollars. Wow, dude, that's a good price. But I had to like get it, you know, the, like the U-Haul and shit and fucking, you know. And drive the three hours, uh, but not like a U-Haul U-Haul. One of the things you put on like a hitch, you know what I mean? You got to buy a hearse for the it, day. Yeah, hearse. <laughs> you put that shit in the hearse. <laughs> right the day, the hearse so we went. I got that shit with the slime ball, bro. We got that shit. We bring that shit back home. And it was around the time like it was fucking shot, dude. It was like fucking a month before my grandma passed. And like the all the neighbors are like outside at the moment we pulled up. And like we had to, oh, get, we had to get that thing out. You know, I was like, all right, they we got to return this thing. They all watched us with the casket in and like we're carrying <laughs> it in. And Slimeball's like, dude, I'm confident right now all your neighbors think this is for your grandma and they think you're a bunch of fucking scumbags. And I was like, I'm going to tell you right now, they're looking at us, I've seen their faces, they 100% agree with you, brother. They, that's what they think right now. They, you know, they're looking at us, they're saying, what the fuck are these people doing? These people are balls <laughs> They're going in there and putting his grandma in a casket, bro. No, no, no. Have dude. you ever seen these fucking videos of the guys dancing with the caskets to the fucking... The best part The best part about the that casket That shit is awesome dude The Asian guys with the casket on their shoulders bro. Oh yeah No 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 I do know what you're saying I do, know what you're saying. I do love that <laughs> shit They be jamming out to that shit yeah, was, I seen people do that shit in the body They drop that shit And the body fucking just falls out There's flops you know Because you're dancing around with the casket on your shoulders oh, Like crazy yeah. motherfuckers Oh and they fucking And they fall out the yeah, body dude. Falls out. I was trying. I was moving the casket. It takes an unreal amount of that balance to dance with a casket. Well, dude, you got a body in that fucking yeah. thing. You know, I I've been making these groovy grizzlies carry that shit out. They get pissed off. They don't want to carry me out, dude, because they got me in that set fucking casket. They don't want to carry. And they shit say out. it's too heavy. Oh no, they do it. I find fucking people and I fucking make them do that shit. They do it anyway. Like, at least it ain't dead weight, right? You got to get me out there, dude. I'm fucking. I might be a little heavier these days, but you're gonna get me the fuck out there. I would move the casket the other day. People were taking pictures of it. They saw it because it was in my mommy's fucking truck, on the fucking back, sticking out and shit. And fucking people are laughing. They're taking pictures. People are like, "What the fuck?" Long well, on the wise guys, dude. I bet it's gonna be on there. <laughs> somebody else did, but somebody else did the same thing. They thought they thought it was me, and it was the same fucking casket too. So they, they were like, oh, it's, oh it, it was you. I was like, no, nah, I wouldn't put that shit on the top of my fucking car. What the fuck? That's funny. Y'all are crazy. 
But uh, yeah, look, I look, bet look, you look this shit because people are taking this, this one girl was t- uh, videoing it, that shit and like rolled down the window. She said, I send this shit to like a hundred people right now. This shit's crazy. What the fuck is going on? And I was like, yeah, I didn't even tell her. I was just nodding. I was like, yep, that's what's going on. You so know, I've had this kind of balls up deep idea about caskets for a while. And tell me what you think of this. If this is a good idea or if this is a shot idea that I, I know where you're going. going. You share it with the people. You know, what? Have, you, have I told you this idea before? I have share this with the people. So I was, th- you know, this shit is so expensive to get buried, dude. And like every time somebody dies, it costs their family like a shitload of money, you know. So I was thinking about fucking building my own casket, bro, and like working on it for a couple months, dude, and like making it a nice casket, personalizing it, dude, making my own casket, bro. Your dream casket, folks. And then once you build your casket, you make sure you fit in it, everything's good, you know. This is gonna be yours when you die. You have it at your house. And every time you have people over and you're having a party, you're hanging out, whatever, you have a couple drinks, you're like, fucking, let's go sign the casket, dude. Whoever's here, all my boys that I hang out with in my life that have been in my house chilling in my man cave and fucking having a good time, they all sign the casket, bro. And then when it's time for me to die, I'm in that casket. And if you were my real homie, your name is on that shit, dude. You're a true Your name is on that shit. And then that fucking, when you're at the, when you're at the wake, and you're looking around with all the people, dude. It's you like, don't get to sign it. At the, the real motherfucker. You don't get to sign it at the wake, dude. You don't get no, to sign no, it at dude. The wake. It's over, bro. There is no sharpie at the wake. No, 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 no. You had to be a real homie to sign that shit. And you'll see your name on it and be like, "Fucking dude, we've had some memories, man." I was there. You know. You think yeah, that's a good idea or is that shot? They should suck. No, I love it. I love it. <laughs> that shot. I love that idea. Look, the thing is, like, with this casket, I don't think I'm going to ever get rid of it now. You know what I mean? Like, you think it's yours now? I'm going to have it for life. Like, when I have the man cave, man cave one day, like when Johnny Ranke has his own fucking full house and babies running around the whole deal, in the downstairs fucking spot, you know, that casket will live. And it will it will be there in the bowling alley, dude. And it, especially in the bowling alley, bro. In the, <laughs> in the WrestleMania access, Johnny Racky bowling alley, fucking wrestle. That'll be right next, to the, right next to the kendo stick. Oh, right next to the kendo stick, dude. You know it's funny though. Is I I fucking always tell people I'm like, you know, if I die tomorrow, at least I got a casket. You know, I fucking like a joke around with that shit. And a good a good buddy of mine, the good nobody's better than Michael Mastretta, told me for real. He goes, if I go before and like obviously I don't think his parents would allow this, but he told me that this is his wish. This is what he fucking wants. He said, if I go before you, which I doubt's gonna happen. Oh shit! And of I was, course he's got. And that I was like, oh thanks. He goes, I want to be buried in that casket. What? He just wants to be buried in the fifth caress in the man bun casket. You know what I mean? The epic casket. He wants to be buried in it. And I was like, all right. I was like, I will bury you in that shit. If you died tomorrow, Mastretta, I will put you in that casket. Would his parents be cool with that? I don't, 100% no. Imagine but, you yeah. had to break the news to his parents. But I'd like, be oh, like, know. you know. So if it, I'm was, sorry for your loss, but by the way, before he did die, he told me something. Yeah, no, he's, he got hit by a semi-truck, and he's on, like, life fucking support. I'm there with his family, you know. But everyone's coming, they're saying goodbye to Mastretta. I'm like... I'm holding his hand. I'm like, Mistretta, do you still want to be put in the fifth Chris fucking man bun casket? And he's just like, he hasn't been able to speak for fucking the whole time. He's just like, he's got the tube in his mouth. He's like, and they're like, yes, yes. See, and yet his parents are like, yes, see, and they're like, one gargle for yes, two gargles for no. And he's like, I think at this point you need to bring my friend in who's in the numbers realm. (laughs) And he would have to fucking tell you exactly what that man is thinking telepathically. You want to go there, dude? (laughs) It's a fucking holy shit. (laughs) 
The number realm is balls deep, ladies and gentlemen. That, let me tell you, shoot, that's somewhere that you don't want to go. You got to be fucking, you got to watch out. Yeah, I don't know how you get there, honestly. I think, uh, you know, it does involve a good amount of narcotics. And, uh, you know, if you hang out around the wrong types of people, they'll fucking make you believe that you fucking are a superhero, dude. Basically, one of my good friends, you know, he's had his issues. You know, he's been up and down and around all over the world. And, you know, he's trying to make his way in life, dude. And he ended up in Florida with some people that he met on Xbox. And he got oh, this <laughs> shit just never stops getting fucking better. <laughs> he got there. And uh, it turns out these people are fucking balls deep. You know, he tells me that this person's a Jedi. dude. He works for the fucking light. And there's a war going on with the darkness and the light. And we all need to be soldiers for the light. They start teaching him about the angel numbers. Start teaching him about the fucking geometric codex of the universe. And I don't know if I believe any of this shit, you know? The but thing is, like, CJ's been telling me about this fucking number, angel, uh, geometric, whatever the fucking bullshit is. And I still just can't comprehend it or, and or understand what the fuck, how balls deep you have to be to be like, this is the way, this is the way, this is the way. I just don't so know. I'm, I'm going to kind of fast forward to all the, of how he got there because I don't even know how the fuck he got there. But I know he was hanging out with some uh, psychonauts and some people that were doing some cult-like That's shit. That's the name of the episode, Psychonaut. <laughs> trying to, uh, you know, they were trying to fucking tap in to the, all these frequencies of the metaverse and shit. Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> but not on the Facebook metaverse, in the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm. You know what I'm. <laughs> We're talking about the stratosphere, brother. The ionosphere. We're going to the moon, dude. I don't know what's next. Space is a place. But no. So anyway, the conclusion is that my friend now uh, he thinks that there's people all over the world that can hear his thoughts and they can fucking everything's about the numbers of the universe, the fucking numbers. You know, we're driving in the car. He's like. He's like, all right, I'm driving. Sits in the passenger seat. That's the I'm best. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, um, I'm telepathically uh, fucking uh, linked with the engine of this car, and so are you. He's like, me, you, and the engine of this car are totally linked right now in a fucking trilogy of fucking energy. Balls, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, dude. So now we're driving, and he's like fucking trying to prove to me that he has these abilities that nobody else does, mm -hmm. that he can fucking change the world around us. So we're sitting at a red light, and he starts fucking going in on the numbers, dude. The fucking angel numbers. He's like, two, one, two, 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 one, one, two, two, three, three, one, two. And the light turns green. He goes, you see that? Look what I just did. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I'm like, we're just sitting here at a light, and this shit turned green, you know? Then he's telling me that these people can understand his voice. They can understand his thoughts. So there's now there's people out there in the real world that can understand the one, one, two, 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 three, three, four, four. <laughs> so, so we get to a gas station. He's like, oh, this guy's a gamer. He knows that life is all a game. Wait, what's a gamer? So, okay, so life is a game. And anybody who knows the numbers, they know the fucking codex. And now, now they're playing the game, dude. And once you play the game, you can't unplay it, dude, because... Oh, it's like that. You know, it's you like have, the game of when you think about the game from, like, uh, elementary school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, when you think about oh, it, the game, you are playing lose. the game. You lost the game, huh? <laughs> yeah, That's what stupid. this is. But, but it's fucking balls deep because it's like he thinks that there's so much pressure on him to make the right decisions because anytime he thinks of the bad numbers or he thinks bad thoughts, bad shit happens to people he loves. <laughs> and they 
you know, <laughs> his thoughts negatively, like almost blew snot negatively out of my nose impact the world. And in such a way that the pressure is on, he has to be on the top game. He's got to be spitting out the right numbers at the right time. Otherwise the world could fall apart at all fucking times. Huh? So you get, we get to a gas station and there's a guy, he goes, Oh, this guy's a gamer. He knows he can hear my thoughts. And I'm like, dude, there's, I'm telling you right now, there's no fucking way this guy can hear your thoughts, dude. You're crazy. And he doesn't want to believe that dude. So he's like, he's got the angel numbers tattooed on his arm. So I go in there to the gas station and I'm like, yo, what's up, bud? I'm like, are those uh, angel numbers on your arm? You know about numerology and the angels? And the guy looks at me like I'm fucking crazy. And I'm like, oh, my buddy, I'm like, I'm like my, my buddy <laughs> told me that. <laughs> I'm like, my buddy told me that uh, you're a gamer and you know about the codex of life and uh, you can hear his thoughts from the angel numbers. I'm like, is that true? And now he's looking at me like I'm really crazy. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I you know? can't believe you had the balls to go up to a complete stranger and say this shit. For <laughs> he's, like, he's like, these are the, this is, the, this is my daughter's birthday. This is my wife's birthday. Those, Get away from me. He's like, he's like, those are the only numbers on my arm. And I'm like, ah, you sure you can't uh, hear my friend's thoughts? <laughs> And fucking, did you, you really said that to this I guy? I did, dude. I did. Holy fucking shit. Because I wanted shit. to prove to my friend. Was he that, standing there? I'm tr- yeah, dude. I'm trying no to fucking, fucking way. I'm trying to pull him out of the numbers realm, no dude. No fucking way. So I'm trying dude. to convince him that this shit is <laughs> not real. <laughs> dude, dude. dude. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm like, you said you're going to pull him out of the numbers. Dude, dude, this I'm guy like, is dude. so balls deep in the numbers realm, he's not coming back. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, dude, I'm trying to save him, dude. You know? So you tell me this guy can hear your thoughts. I'm telling you, prove it, dude. You know what I mean? I call your bluffs, dude. You telling me that shit, I say bullshit, bro. Fucking ask him. I'll fucking ask him. I know you so well that like I shouldn't have even asked if you fucking asked that guy because I know you fucking. <laughs> That's did. how I am, dude. I'm like fucking. <laughs> you you want to fucking tell me that shit? I fucking prove it, bro. You know? I'll fucking ask him, though. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking anyway, the guy thought we were crazy, and then my buddy. No like, shit. And my buddy is like. Of course he's going to act like that. Of course he's going to fucking say that shit. He knows that you don't know about the numbers. So he's not going to expose the whole system. He's not going to just But expose. But you know about it if you fucking just text him about it. <laughs> yeah, but I... Yeah, right? Yeah, right? so right. isn't that like... This is, doesn't that shut down the whole theory? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's crazy, dude. So he ended up in a psych board and they fucking kept him... I don't know if this is like a knock against like the... Uh, the fucking, what do you even call it? The psychiatric help that we have in Long Island? But he went to fucking Stony Brook Hospital. And how do you let this man out after no, three give, days? I don't give a fuck. And, you know, he told them all this crazy shit. And he's like, I'm like, what did they say to you? He's like, he's like, they said that's scary, you know? He's yeah, like, that he's is. Like, he's, like, what? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what are they going to say? They can't argue with me. They know I'm right. Holy they fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, they can, I'm like, you're telling me that, like, they said that like, he was right. Like, I, this guy went to the to get help, dude. To fucking, you know, I mean, I've been trying to tell him this shit is bullshit and that it's not real. And you're telling me the people that are being paid money to help these people, the psychiatric fucking professionals, are confirming that this shit is real? Well, what are they going to say? So this guy is so bulls deep that he, that he can't... His own father had a fucking heart attack because he's <laughs> fucking trying to get this kid out of the number realm. And this kid's so balls deep that he believes it, that his fucking dad got so stressed that he fucking had a heart attack. The numbers gave it to him, dude. Oh, yeah, bullshit, dude. It's, it was t- the bad voodoo vibes. He told me as soon as he started thinking about bad thoughts is when it happened. Oh, Christ almighty. And that, that just confirmed. So that's the thing. Like these, these little things happen, 
and it just confirms it more to him. Dude. Life happens. It you confirms know I mean? the shit even more to it's him. It's so funny. It, shit happens, and it's because I thought bad it's, shit. <laughs> it makes it fucking makes it convinces him even more. You know. But the funniest phone call I ever witnessed, bro, was fucking. <laughs> we're sitting in his kitchen. And his dad is freaking out. His dad is terrified, dude. He's fucking this I kid, bet, dude. you know? <laughs> like, think about how you would feel if your son is in the numbers realm. Traumatized. Dude. You know what I mean? You're like, trying that's to the fucking, most horrendous thing I could imagine. I, I mean, as a friend, I'm fucking scared. I'm trying to help him pull him out, dude. And his dad doesn't know anything about the fucking psychedelics or any of this shit. And he's like fucking, he doesn't know what to do. So he wants him to go to the fucking psych ward. And his fucking kid's like, no. I don't know if Western medicine can help me. I need something stronger than Western medicine. So I'm like fucking thinking about it. And I'm like, this sounds like you need a shaman. <laughs> it fucking did. It was like a light bulb went off. He was like, I do need a shaman. I think I do. So now I'm thinking like, oh, I'm like maybe a Native American chief. You know, I'm like, I'm thinking of like spiritual people. I'm like a guru. I'm like, I'm like, dude, we'll get back that kid that used to come around and laugh at the fifth dimension. The group. That's what I was thinking. The groupie guru. I'm like, if we get the guy to just come and laugh at him, dude, and fucking he can speak that language. The thing is, when you're so balls deep, you can speak the laughter. And that was the groovy guru's gimmick. You know, that was the groovy guru's gimmick. What is your gimmick? What is your gimmick? That's his gimmick, dude. So he's going to he's gonna come around again. And I think maybe... <laughs> He is the shaman. <laughs> he, he could do it. He is the groovy guru that can bring this clown out of the numbers around for Christ's so, sake. So I suggest these things. I'm like, you know, maybe a Native American chief or a fucking shaman or something, you know? But at the end of the day, it's like, where do you go to find a fucking real life shaman, dude? You know? I'm like a Native American. Can, uh, where can you land, find these probably. people? You got to go balls deep into the native lands and you got to fucking. You gotta meet Stop these at a people. Casino on the you way. gotta fucking meet these people and become friends with them so that they accept you and, and give you the help you need. So you can't just walk in there and be like, dad, I need a shaman. His dad doesn't know this, and his dad is like a typical Long Island fucking chain smoking, stressed out guy, and he's freaking out about his son. And he heard. So now he's frantically. And he heard my friend, the psychedelic Sasquatch, <laughs> say that his son needs a fucking shaman, dude. <laughs> so he said, oh, this must be true. So now he's. He's Googling and yellow booking shamans and fucking gurus and shit. And they don't exist, bro. You can't go on Google and find find a shaman, dude. So he's like trying to find this shit, dude. And he he finds a number that he thinks is the fucking right number. And he he calls that shit up in a panic, dude. And he's like, hello, hello. The person answers the phone and shit. He's like. Is this the number for, uh, and he's like, says some like corny, like meditation, like mind, body, and spirit. And the guy's like, uh, no, I think you might have the wrong number, sir. He's like, oh, okay. But my son really needs to speak with a shaman. He's like, are you a shaman? My son really needs to speak with a shaman. Imagine getting that phone and call. I was just thinking, I was cracking up because I was like, dude, if that was my phone right now and it was ringing and this fucking guy was screaming at me that his son needs to speak with a shaman, I would be fucking dead, dude. I don't even know what I would say. I, I think I would tell him that I am a shaman, dude. Oh, dude, I'd I play along. I think I would definitely say that I am a shaman. I would play along. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I, would, I would dress up and have him come over. I would over show up that. in a fucking genie costume or something. Balls deep. Oh, dude, I would hundred. That guy missed out on a good opportunity. <laughs> he missed out on a huge business opportunity. He missed a business. One, you could have made a you could have made a fuck ton of money. What's your gimmick? Fortune. 
What's your gimmick? You could have made a fuck ton of money. And also, he should have just dressed up for it. And he should have played Sean. He should have dressed up like Fifth Chris. Maybe. Like fifth holy Chris, shit, dude. Maybe I could be the one that pulled him out of the numbers realm. Maybe I can just fucking show up, face painted up. And then when you sent me. The I, was, I was texting you all this shit. Because I was like telling you. I was trying to catch you up on it. Because I was like, this is crazy. I don't even know what the fuck is this happening. This is fucking crazy. And then you sent me the video from Call of Duty. And oh, that dude. shit cracked me up, dude. You're like, the numbers, Mason. Think of the numbers. Call of Duty Black Ops. You ever play that shit? They and like it starts in like the whole game. Every time you turn it on, like the guy is strapped to a fucking chair <laughs> and they're yelling, they're yelling at him. They're asking him like, "What are the numbers, Mason? What do they mean, Mason? What do they mean? What are the numbers?" And then, then you get once you're playing the campaign, you get towards the end and this motherfucker, they're like, they're screaming at him. They're like, "Mason, what are the numbers? What do they mean?" He's like, "I don't know." He's like. He's just, he's just bugging the fuck out because like <laughs> screaming at him for these numbers and like <laughs> that's where my buddy is at get, though. And that, but that's so fuck it. That's so fucked up. You know what I mean? That's like, where he's at. but you know, that's really that's the. And thing. How do you help this guy? You yeah, know? I don't know. But that's the thing about. I, I just making, met him tonight, and I, I feel like he's convinced himself that this reality is true to the point where there's no unconvincing him of that, dude. Like, I don't know how to prove to him that it's not real, dude. I'm like. You got to show me anyone you think that can read your fucking thoughts and I'll fucking ask him if they can read your thoughts. Dude. Well, like, where are these people that, like, taught him this shit, like, and that they know that shit? Because they're like, in Florida. And I'm like, dude. Are there, and there, are there really other people out there that fucking are balls deep them, in this dude. shit? I, because, I, I, like, I what the fuck? Him, I keep telling him I need proof. And he's like, you need to come to Orlando with me. Yeah, what the fuck? And let's I'm go. Like, and I'm like, dude, I think I do, bro. Let, like, let's I'm go like, with I the, need to fucking see this shit. Let's go with the camera. Let's document this shit. This and shit let's get these people eyes, on the squatch in the bottom. I need to see these people, dude. And like, fucking, I need to talk to them. Because like, also, like, I feel like if I were to talk to them, their story of what happened would just be totally different than his story. And like, you know. Oh, dude, I mean? the thing is, the perspective of these fucking walks is probably so balls deep. And everyone's probably has a different fucking, uh. You know, everyone's life is so fucking different in their own heads because they're so fucking balls deep and far out oh, there. Dude, they're all balls deep. Yeah. There's no comprehension of anything. It's all different. Like you said, it's all, it's all fucking different. Nobody's going to have the same fucking story of why this guy is balls deep <laughs> in the fucking number <laughs> no. realm. The thing it's is, gonna you're be, probably going to... seven people. There's going to be seven different stories. You're probably going to go to these people and you're going to be like, what's the number realm and how do you get there? And they're going to be like, What? Is the number round? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, dude. They'll be like, "Yeah, we do drugs, but what's the number round?" That, like, no, he's thinking. the only one that yeah. knows it. You know? I feel like he might be the only one that knows it, dude. That's and he's fucked. like, he's like, they trained me. He says that they literally trained him, dude. Did they? And they fucking taught him all this shit. So I'm like, did they really do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did they train the motherfucker? Did they really train him in the numbers? Did they do it like Call? They did it like Call of Duty. They fucking tied <laughs> like, into the chair and they put the TVs with the numbers. They said, "What do they mean?" They told him what they and meant. And like the way, the way like he'll occasionally like pitch it, like this is something that like we all should, like this is an awakening, like we should all fucking be striving to be, <laughs> to be on this level. And I'm like, dude, you're really like not selling it to me. Like, why would I want to fucking join you right now in the numbers realm? You know why would I, mean? I want to be a gamer? Give me fucking one reason, like why, why I would want to be there. And it's like fucking. Oh, I have control over the universe, and it's like no, I don't think. But so. you don't do because you fucking. Let's start. Like well, I said, like thing. I said, like, let's start with a job. With right? this shit? Who the fuck came up with this shit that he fucking believes this? <laughs> at the, you know, like I have control of the universe because I spit out random numbers. Like, 
Who the fuck? <laughs> Where does that come? I've met a lot of shot people in my in my fucking time. I've met a lot of fucking shot units. That is some shot <laughs> shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Where does that come from? I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. Like I, I remember, like what I said, there was a girl in college that I was fr- not, I was friends with. You know, I wasn't like extremely close friends with her, but I was friends with her. And she fucking experimented with the DMT balls deep. She got it crazy out there, and she believed that she was from the fairy realm. So this is the same shit. So and that she was a fairy, P- dude. PSA: Don't fuck with those three she letters. She was calling up her fucking son, uh, her, her brother. And she was telling her brother, you need to drop out of school. You need to join me in the fairy realm. And then you, too, are a fairy. And all this shit. <laughs> and, then fucking, and I'm like, dude. You, too, are I'm a fairy. I'm like, your son is. I mean, your brother is like six. I'm like, fucking. You can't be telling him this shit, dude. She's saying this to a child, dude. She's That's trying to tell shit. him to leave school. Tell oh him not to listen to your parents. Oh, dude. Don't do drugs, guys. We're fucking fairies. Oh, jeez. You'll be so now, would you rather be in the fairy realm or the numbers realm, dude? I mean, I don't know. The fairy realm sounds a little more fun, but the numbers realm sounds a little more fucking on edge, like an action movie all dude, the fucking time. I feel like time. it's like, a, yeah, dude, it, it's like an action movie, dude. It is, dude. He's, it's very it's very on edge. This kid's going to give himself a heart attack being in the realm, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, how do you fucking, edge. you're just always in the action movie. It's like exploding cars around you all the time, numbers, 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 and like, how do you fucking not freak the fuck out? That's what I'm saying. All the time. How do you not have a heart attack like your father that you gave? <laughs> Come on now. How do you avoid that shit? I, I don't know. I would be fucking... I, I, <laughs> I don't know. You know, like, and sometimes then, I sit there and there's, like, not a thought in my head. And it's, like, just, like, crickets. And I'm like, oh, this is phenomenal. You know, like, it's great. And then sometimes there's, like, a lot of thoughts and I'm anxious. You know what I mean? I can't imagine... Um, voices screaming numbers at me, like I mean, even tonight we're having dinner and you're in the pizzeria and I fucking lo- I notice his eyes like not looking at me. They're looking at all around. And I'm like he's controlling. I'm shit. like what the fuck? I'm like what the fuck are you counting right now? And he goes, oh the light bulbs. And I'm like, you know, I what fucking, is that doing for any of us? I was I looking know. at my arm before. I got this little bracelet tattooed on me, and it's got six beads on it. Oh, so, dude, six that's is a bad number. Up, I heard. Dude. He's gonna think you're a gamer, dude. I'm a, I am a gamer. <laughs> He's gonna think you know. Dude. Little known fact, I am a gamer. That I've been playing demonic, for years. Dude. He's demonic. He knows about the numbers, and he chose six. <laughs> 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 and also, he's pretty shy. If he's gonna look in the middle of my hand, he's gonna say he's a sodomite. Fucking um, what's it called? A sodomite? Is that what a fucking bad uh, person who hates Jesus is called? No. Uh, what's the word? I don't know. Where, uh, <laughs> I think it's. A, a I don't even know what that word means. Dude. I thought I thought that's what the Jesus hater meant. Um, but you know, he's gonna say that I'm definitely a fucking uh, a demon child. Antichrist. A, game, a gamer antichrist. Antichrist. Antichrist the gamer did. <laughs> so shot, bro. I fucking, you know, I feel bad for this guy, but at the same time, uh, thank God you, this was brought up on the Squatch and the Bun because that was a fucking hilarious Yeah, fucking and I mean, story. if any Squatch and the Bun listeners have dealt with the number realm or have any friends that have been lost and have been able to retrieve them and pull them back in, you know, should be some advice, dude. You know? But we have compassion for the number realm. You know what I mean? We feel bad for the number realm. But other than that, we've been chilling. I mean, we went, we just saw pigeons playing ping pong. It was a great city. show. I'm a bigger fan of pigeons playing ping pong uh, than I was beforehand. But, you know, some people just say they need more lyrics. So, you know, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But it was a phenomenal show, in my, in my opinion. Big fan of it. And I heard a lot of songs they I really haven't heard from them. And uh, 
This bigger fan overall. Definitely want to see them again when they come around. Yeah, every time they come around, we will be there. We'll try and find and at least one ticket. Good Tuesday. Bill from fucking Dead & Co. He's fucking out. He's not going to be playing with the guys oh this summer. Oh, my God. That fucking kills Apparently, me. there's drama in the band. That's what their fucking people are saying people online. People are saying that they got fired, dude. Fired, dude. People think that John Mayer and Bobby fired him. <laughs> Like, I was seeing memes fuck? of fucking John Mayer kicking him out and shit. <laughs> yeah, John Mayer kicking but, him out of the band. It's like, what the fuck, you know? But I don't know, you know? <laughs> Who fucking would have thought that this band from the 60s is having fucking drama in 2020 fucking uh, three? Yeah, well, I mean, Phil Lesh isn't involved because of drama, supposedly, with his wife and Bob Weir's wife. You know, they fucking don't get along so well. Oh, they love that shit in the music scene, the drama. I heard, uh, I heard rumors of fucking a little bit of an N- NWO type of deal where... Uh, Bill Kreisman joins the stage with Phil Lesh and friends, bro. He rips off his dead and co shirt, bro, and he's the drummer for Phil now. No shit. Huh? That's what I heard. He's gonna end I've, heard, I've heard so many he's, rumors, dude. He's They're jumping all the speculations. ship. We know, we know Billy and the Kids is playing at Jazz Fest. So Billy and the Kids will be back. But uh, he lost Billy Strings, which I feel like is the most important member of Billy and the Kids. Yeah, what the fuck, man? So, I mean, if you don't got Billy Strings, dude. It's then not what the is same, this shit? You know? you know what I mean? Who are the kids? If, they, if you don't have Billy, who are the kids? You know what I mean? Yeah. For fuck's sake. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Squatch and the Bun. This was great. And this is not a, like we said at the beginning of this show. Hopefully this is a every week thing. This we're is not a fucking reunion. We're day we're sticking to it, you know? We're bringing this shit back. This is not a reunion. This is a fucking return. But thank you so much for tuning in. You know where to fucking find us on the internet. And ladies and gentlemen, it is about that time. Dimension it was to return to your ears, ladies and gentlemen. The Squatch and the Bun, episode 41. Everywhere you get your podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back. And let's see if I can remember it, huh? Have a good day, a groovy night. Do the do, fill the bridge, and remember every single day of your life to stay gold. And we'll talk to you next time, baby.
Hey, yo! You stupid motherfucker! You head in your pregnancy! You cut on that enemy one! No! Now you have a baby! Don't panic! There is a secret safe place for newborns! Safe babies! Safe place! Safe haven! Helpline! 187 Seven 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 nine eight hope.